Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Welcome to the troubleshooting session. I am so super jazzed about this, honestly, because... This process is going to work for you. There are 20,000 people in this group. If you are human and have a body, the program is going to work for you. We are going to teach you how to make this process individual to your needs, your lifestyle, your cultural needs, your uh, dietary needs, like all of it. We are going to figure out what you need to do to get and keep this scale moving if the scale hasn't moved for you yet. Plus, we're going to go over all the things that you can do to level up. So if you're wondering, okay, the scale is moving for you, for me, but could it move faster okay I'm doing a lot of things but is there anything else that I can do that's going to help with this process and that's what this conversation is going to be about so I we, we went through and we kind of created 20 talking points that are that are meant to create talking points with yourself right things that you're going to um, sort of discuss and assess where you are at and what you can do to help address these 20 things some may resonate more than others and that's okay but this is so this is to help you you look for areas of opportunities, things that you can still do that you're not doing that are going to help with this process. So let's get right into it. So the 20 questions um, is a PDF uh, in the files if you want to print it out on your own. We also did a post. You can print it out that way. And then, of course, it's also in your book as well. So I'm going to be going off my book. So you want to read the questions. You want to make notes of things that you are doing. Yes, like these are the things I'm doing, but also make a list of the things that you could still do with this program in the process. Um, I suggest you give yourself an honest score a one out of 10 on the things that you are doing. Now, this is really important. This is where we got to get real. You do not get points for trying or wishing or wanting this really bad or doing more than you were doing before. You only get points for doing. And this is not to berate yourself. This is like you getting real with yourself to see the things that you can still do that you aren't doing. So wishing and wanting this to, uh, this to happen and doing more than you've done ever before is, is not going to get this done for you. Okay, you got to do, not try, you got to do. So these are the things that you're going to do. Uh, using your score, highlight areas of opportunity you find, you can focus on that will amount to giving you a 10. So if you give yourself, so this is what's been happening. People have been posting this for us. This is not for us. This is for you. And some people are like, oh, I'm a 10 here. I'm a 10 there. I'm a 10 here. I'm a 10 there. Well, if you really truly are a 10, then at the end of the day, you're doing it and all your body needs is time. But sometimes that doesn't feel so good, right? When you've scored yourself a 10, then there's nothing else to be done. But if you're giving yourself a 10 for walking your dog twice a week that's not really a 10 you know what I'm saying like that might be the most that you can do because maybe you're restricted in time or, or you know maybe it's been cold or whatever it is like that may be all you can do walking twice a week but that you don't get a 10 for that do you know what I mean you don't give a 10 for that and that's exciting because maybe as the weather gets nicer and your schedule changes and you start to get more energy you'll feel like you know walking a little bit more or walking uphill or maybe adding some weights and getting your heart rate up right like 
like it is what it is with some of these things um once you achieve your 10 then you can rest assured that your body all your body needs is time right Okay, so are you doing everything you can to create the ideal environment for your body to focus on fat loss? So usually people are like, yeah, I'm showing up, I'm following the program. No, what I mean by that is like, do you have COVID right now, right? And you're trying to do the program. Like what's your, what's your situation? Like what are you, are you, are you selling your house and just started a new job while you're also trying to lose weight? That's what I mean by the ideal environment. Like this is the perfect scenario. Everything is aligning for you. Cause some of you started the program sick. Um, someone the other day was talking about how I, they broke their leg and is that factoring in and all these other things. Like you have to be aware of the environment that you're following through with this process in like are your stress levels through the roof because you're selling your house or you started a new job or any of those things right did you just come off of having covid and you're sick or you're taking anti or you're sick now you're on antibiotics right like those kinds of things like has your body actually had every single moment to be able to focus specifically on fat loss at this point like be real about your situation honestly right that's a big one. Like, are you following the program 100% day in, day out? Like, actually, because there's a difference between doing and trying. Back to my point. There's a difference between doing and trying, right? Like, following that food plan. I'm trying to follow the best I can. Okay. Trying to follow the best you can is not I'm following, you know, I'm following. That's it. Done. I'm doing it. The best you can. I'm totally empathetic about that. I love that. You're doing the best that you can. But that also, that doesn't get a 10. Do you see what I'm going with this? Um, are you being as consistent as possible day in, day out? Like people are like, I'm still hungry at night. What am I doing? Well, are you making sure you're hitting all your meals and snacks? Yeah, well, I'm a little hit and miss my afternoon snacks. I can just get busy. I forget them. I'm not hungry for them. Don't really need them. If you are hit and miss with what you are doing, you're going to be hit and miss with the kind of results you are going to see. Consistency is everything with this program, this process. Um, have you watched the videos? This is so huge. Like again, we're on week five. Some of you straight up asking, what are the four questions that we covered in week three, week three, you know, have you watched these videos that break down the rhyme and the reason behind the order? And listen, I know some of them are long. I'm going to redo them and try to shorten them up, but they are so, they're so important. You got to understand what we're doing. Have you watched the, my method video? Like, do you really understand the difference between what we're doing here as opposed to all the other diets that you have done? Cause there's a massive major difference. Um, have you watched the food plan video? Do you, have you taken time to understand why we're having fruit fruit on its own in the morning and why we're having those afternoon snacks and why we had the nuts and seeds and why protein is the focus at breakfast at, at at dinner as opposed to your vegetables at lunch right like the food plan talks about the rhyme and the reasons the base of the whole program and it's kind of like if you don't, if you don't take time to watch the food plan and yet you're telling me you're doing all the things like how can you be doing all the things if you don't even know what you're doing at the end of the day right uh the let's talk detox so many people like is this normal is that normal is this normal is that normal well have you seen the detox video detox in reference to the process that we're using or piggybacking to get rid of fat and then also detox in terms of how your body's responding know what's normal know what's not know the signs of detox did you know a, a sign of detox is being extra hungry extra thirsty at night heading into bed even though you've eaten all your food drank all your water oh my god i'm so hungry tonight i'm so thirsty what can i eat or you're just you're doing what you need to do when you're heading into detox did you know a sign of detox is waking up in the middle of the night people are like oh, i keep getting up to go to the bathroom when's this gonna stop or yeah it's a sign that you're actually heading 
into the detox, you know? Did you notice, do you know that it's normal once you're in detox for your water not to be appealing? And that's why we're constantly telling you to make sure you stay on top of it. Not that you drink more and more and more, but it's so natural when your body's in detox and dropping to not want to drink the water, which is like the number one thing you need to do to keep that scale moving, right? Um, and then talk about the scale. Do you, do, you, do you really understand how the scale works here? Or are you still crying every time the scale goes up thinking that you've actually gained weight, which is not real life? Your body's not here to make you fat. You're following that food plan. is not going to cause you to gain weight. You're here. You're going to lose weight. You're not actually going to gain weight with anything that you do on program and plan. Even if you indulge, you know, here or there, you're not going to gain weight on this program. So are you functioning, insisting on believing every time your weight goes up, it's actual real weight gain? Like, are you fighting this, right? Cause you, cause you, you want, you feel the feels when the scale goes up and it's not fun. So you're insisting on believing that this isn't working for you and that the scale is up and you must have gained weight when, do you know what I mean? Um, watch the scale video. It's so key. The scale is a tool and we're talking weight loss at the end of the day. You can lose weight without it, but it's like trying to build a house without a hammer. Um, the, the weight loss video, like in terms of expectations and just a general conversation on weight loss and then the hunger, the hunger video. Have you guys been watching? So those of you who are having a hard time, have you been watching the hunger video in reference to where we're at each week? Like, are you really being investigative, trying to figure out all of the things? What can I do? What do I need to do? You know what I mean? That's what you should be doing. I'm giving you the list of things that you need to do and to understand about this process. Um, checking into the Facebook every day and asking all the questions that you need. Are you watching the check-in video? I know I have extended them, but that doesn't mean that you need to watch the whole thing. I do a real quick check-in, tell you what you need to know. Are you keeping up with all the posts, reading all the information, asking all the questions that you need? Or are you go are you going days wondering, am I doing this? Am I doing that? Not sure about this. Not sure about that, right? Like get out, you're going to get out of this process what you put into it and help us help you. We are absolutely here for you. Be super selfish about this. Super selfish about this journey. You know, ask the questions you need to ask to make sure you're clear on what you need to do. Make sure you're confident in what you are doing because we're absolutely here to help you. Uh, making all the tweaks that you need to make day to day. Like, are you waking up, setting your intention and being mindful about the choices that you're making? Are you making a conscious effort to hit your meals and snacks? Are you making a conscious effort to make them nutrient rich, to really give your foods that you're eating the most bang for your buck? Or are you just kind of slapping some shit together because you don't have time. You know what I mean? And hey, if you don't have time, then you're doing the best you can do, then that's the best that you can do, right? But you want to record that. You don't get a 10, right, for doing the best that you can do, right? You want to, and maybe now you don't have the wherewithal to, to, to put that time and energy into your meals, but maybe things will change in the weeks to come and then you will be able to do that. So you, you'll have some wiggle room to still work on that. See what I'm saying? Um, all right. Uh, drinking enough water. This is the big one, right? Some the other day said, I'm doing all the things. I'm drinking three to five liters. Now it's like, I'm so confused. Which one is it? Is it three? Is it five? What do you need? If you need three, why are you drinking five, right? If it's five, why are you drinking three? Like doing all the things would be like aiming for a certain number and being consistent about reaching that each day, right? Know what you need to drink with your water and then pay attention to your body responding. If you're drinking a certain amount and your lips are dry and you're thirsty, right? You don't get a 10 for drinking that certain amount. Yes, you might've reached that amount, but if you're lips are dry and you're thirsty, that's an indication you probably need more, you know? So make sure you're adjusting. Make sure every single day you're adjusting. Um, drinking enough water, hitting your meals and snacks, taking your supplements, right? It's great that you bought them. Are you actually taking them and consistently taking them, right? Um, you know, sometimes we get points for buying them, but if they just sit there and we never take them, they're not very helpful at the end of the day. I seem pretty simple, but straightforward, but adding something new into your routine is a lot easier said than done. I know because I'm always trying to be consistent with my supplements. Like Sonia and I, we haven't even taken them for like two days now, I think. Yeah. 
We got to get back on them. Even she said to me, we dropped the ball on our supplements. So it's easy to do. It's easy. You got so many balls that you're juggling with this process. It's easy to be dropping some of them. That's why this maximizing post is all about pulling everything together and putting eyes on what you can do, what you need to do to help with this process. And constantly be checking in and, help, and holding yourself accountable. Um, are you getting enough sleep, managing your stress, maximizing your efforts, right? Um, what more can you do to create the ideal environment for your body to focus on fat loss? Like, what do you need to do to capitalize on this process? It's like if your kid was taking a course. Say they're taking an art course, right? And they have they have homework, they have projects. Do they have the resources that they need? Are there are they allocating their time properly? Are they showing up to class every day? Are they getting their homework done? Are they asking the questions they need to ask to understand what the task is? Kind of, that's what that's what this means. That's what this means. Are you setting yourself up for success here, right? Um, has your body had time to consistently focus on fat loss? This is a little different than question number one, right? Um, meaning has your body had days and weeks of working the plan where nothing trumps the body from focusing on fat loss? Like were you a little hit and miss the last couple weeks, you know, kind of just now pulling, pulling it together and now expecting magic to happen, right? Um, you know, like assess your situation. Have you been super consistent from day one or you've been a little hesitant and a little hit and miss here and there, right? Because you really want to pull everything that you're doing together and then consistently move forward with that. That's what we're doing. I find with weight loss, people do this and they do that. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And then Dr. Oz has made it so people are constantly switching things up, which just creates stress internally. And what we want to do is take all the things that we need to do and have them all consistently work together and move forward like that. So have you gathered all the things and consistently doing all the things? Or has things been a little bit chaotic as you try to pull them together, right? Like me right now, my supplements, a little chaotic. My, my, and my exercise, practically non-existent. You know what I mean? So if I want to get better sleep and feel better, then I got to start pulling these things together and working them consistently, consistently. That's what I mean by has your body had time to consistently focus on fat loss? Um, days and weeks of working the program where, you know, nothing is getting out of the way. Nothing is setting you back. Like really having the time to pull things together and actually start making change, right? Or have you had some days off and are off weekends? Like again, back to have you been sick or every single weekend, have you been indulging and setting yourself back? You know, again, there's nothing you can do in a weekend that can't be undone but that's all about you know you being happy with hap what's happening on the scale on Monday it's not going to set you back by any means but it's definitely not helping you move forward and getting and keeping that scale moving you know what I'm saying um, be real about the time your body's had to focus on fat loss have you been hit and miss or following the food plan sick or stressed out or are things you are dealing with physically or mentally that need to be taken account like did someone die in your family and you're emotionally dealing with that and plus you know got all to do the things with that and at the same time like you're ragging on yourself because the scale isn't moving do you see the disconnect there do you know what I'm saying that's very extreme that sometimes people don't see what they got going on and they just focus on this thing that they want so badly and not really recognizing you know everything that they're dealing with um, so keep a checklist. Uh, where are we? Um, yes. Yeah, so keep a checklist, set reminders for food, water supplements, set daily intentions in the morning, check in midday, assess your situation at night, hold your ass accountable. Uh, make sure you're doing all of the things as consistently as possible, because when you are doing all of the things, then you know, you're doing all of the things in which then, you know, it's just time, right? Time that your body needs. 
Um, where are we? Have you had a flu or cold or any other sickness that your body is dealing with that you've had to deal with? Like again, straight up. Are you having major health issues? You got to factor in. Have you, um, you know, have you been sick? You got to factor that in. Are you taking antibiotics or medications that might mess with digestion, make you dehydrated that you need to address? Are you following the sickness protocol? So lots of times people be sick and they want to just keep doing the program. That's not the best way. You got to honor where your body is at. So if you're dealing with any health issues, you want to make sure you help focus on those first and then do what you need to do with the program and the process. Like you, you, your body's not going to focus on fat loss if it's like in major, you know, stress because it's dealing with this or dealing with that. So now it will eventually, and you're going to have to work through that. That's the problem. You're going to have to work th through some of these issues obviously that are factoring into your weight loss journey, right? It's just a matter of being really real about them. Recognizing like you have a sit sh shit situation, but it is what it is. And you're just going to need a little bit of time to have your body heal or to, you know, move forward from it. And then you can get back to being hardcore about the program and the process. A lot of people say that to me, Gina, you'd be so proud of me. I'm so sick, but I'm following that plan. And I'm like, no, that's not cool. Like take care of yourself, prioritize your health. You know, healing will always lead to detox. We guess you can capitalize on that, follow the sickness protocol, but don't like be come hell or I water I'm doing what I need to do you know sometimes the best thing for you to do is honor yourself and where you're at um where are we um so meaning like is your body more focused on healing right now right like if you if you break your leg today chances are your body's gonna be focused on the fact that you broke your leg it's not gonna give a shit about losing weight for you it's not it's not it's not even gonna be on its radar but after you calm down right from the initial stress of that your body starts to heal your appetite comes back you'll be able to slowly start focusing on on fat loss again right just being real risk realistic with what your body's dealing with um all right uh fall tips for that would be follow the sickness protocol be patient with your body and recognize where it's at and what it needs what more can you do to help your body right make sure you're drinking the water even though it's not appealing making sure you're getting lots of rest even though you're itching to get out of bed you know um number four are you managing your stress levels we've talked a lot about stress stress is so underrated with this process and weight weight loss and weight gain um you know we, we talked a lot the world is talking a lot about all the weight that people have gained uh with covid and it's not the food it's the stress it's the stress high cortisol levels constant state of stress even i'm feeling it i'm edgy i i never used to be an edgy person i'm my nerves are shot i'm edgy like it's just like i'm heightened levels of stress and i and i know because there's a significant difference in the conversations we used to have with stress when it comes to doing the program and the conversations we're having now um especially in the last couple of years like honestly like if you're if you did a program in the last year and you didn't lose weight, at least you didn't gain weight. Like that is so huge. And it seems so lame for me to say that, but at the same time, I really wish I could get it across how detrimental stress can be to people's health. And if you're in a living in a stressful situation, and sometimes we don't recognize our stress. I remember one group, there was a woman who's like, well, I'm at home. This is when the, the, the virus first hit. She's like, you know, I'm at home and I was always at home and I'm with my kids and I quite enjoy my life and I'm not stressed at all. And I said to her, like, there's so many unknowns here. How can you not be stressed? The news is terrifying. Your kids are being affected. Like, just like you may be used to being at home, but not being able to go anywhere. Oh, God, that's bleh. you know what I mean? It's one thing choosing to be at home, but not being able to go anywhere is a whole other thing. Being mindful for your kids' mental health, being fearful for everyone you know's health in general, right? Like, and I started throwing things at this woman, and she was like, oh, holy shit, I guess I am stressed. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> how can you not be? <laughs> you know, maybe not in a, oh my God, I'm so stressed kind of way, but you know, if you're feeling the feels, that's stress, that's stress, that's stress for sure, you know?
Um, are you meditating, deep breathing, stretching, moving your body, going for walks, taking Epsom salt baths? Like for real, um, I had this, one of my old groups, um, one of my old groups when, when the whole last coronavirus hit, um, they all got into an old group and they were talking, I don't know what's going on. I keep gaining weight. My weight just go up and up and up. And there was like a whole bunch of them in there. And I was like, what is happening here? And I was reading through all their threads and they're like, I can't figure it out. I'm doing back on track. I'm doing what Gina says. Like I haven't had any issue. I've been maintaining my weight for years. Like why now? Why are we all getting weight now? And I was like, you jokers. <laughs> it's like anyone, no, like, and nobody is talking stress. I'm like, I was in the group and I did a whole video. I'm like, you guys, you're all wondering why now? Why are you all starting to gain weight? What's the common denominator here? The epic amount of stress we were all under. You guys are looking for the food, looking for the water, looking for the things. It's not those things. It's your stress levels, your stress levels. So stress is so huge. Absolutely, absolutely plays a role in your body being able to focus on what it needs to focus on. Um, are you really doing all you can do to help the body manage stress? Stress plays a major role in preventing the body from focusing on fat loss. Managing your stress can go a long way in getting the scale to move. And I always, I'll do this. I'll pull this every now. Have you done any deep breathing today? It's such a simple thing that you can do. Breathing in. Holding your breath. And then breathing out. Like you can feel, I can just feel my whole nervous system calming down, right? Plus you're increasing that oxygen flow to your body. It's such a simple thing that is so underrated. And so people are always like, well, I'm doing everything. I'm like, oh yeah, did you deep breathe today? Did you? Huh? Did you? Did you take time to do that? Such a simple thing. So if you're not doing that, imagine all the other things that you're not doing at the end of the day. Um, okay. Number five is, is sleep. We talked to Julia Glowinski. We've had this conversation. Obviously, um, you know, it's, it's key to get some good sleep because that's when your body repairs and rebuilds and makes changes. Um, so anything you can do, um, you know, get yourself a new bed set, buy yourself some bamboo cooling sheets. If you're overheated at night, um, drop the temperature in your room, um, take your work stuff out, put a piece of paper beside your bed. Um, I'm going to refer to Julia Glowinski and her amazing, uh, post that she did for us and the whole conversation there. Now, you might be like, Gina, I'm, it is what it is. I, I can only sleep between these hours. This is all the sleep I can get because I got to work, you know, um, or I have young kids or I have a new baby. Like it is what it is. And you're right. It is what it is. But that doesn't mean that you can make, can't make improvements with what you're dealing with at the end of the day. You might not be able to get more sleep, but you can get deeper and REM sleep, which will help with the process, right? So take that sleep and your stress seriously. That's why they're so early on in here. Like the first one is being real about your environment. Be real about how you're showing up for yourself. Be real about how consistent you've been. And then we're, then we're talking about uh, stress and then we're talking about sleep in order and of importance is, right? Are you drinking enough water? So this is a big one. Again, I cannot stress this enough. This is not about more and more and more and more and more. It's about making sure you are drinking enough. The reason why we're always talking about water is because it's constantly work. It's just, you, you, you get hydrated and you don't stay hydrated. <laughs> you finally reach where you're hydrated, you know, where you're not peeing as often. And then you have a glass of wine, you're dehydrated. You exercise, you're dehydrated. You know, you eat salty food, you're, you, you know, you need more water. So water is always work. For some people, it can be the most work because you constantly have to think about it and you got to start early. You got to spread it out. You got to get it in. And it's just like, ah. um, you know, but definitely making that effort can make all the difference. Now, if you are restricted, like some people, because they have, you know, whatever health issues, they can't drink a lot, your body's going to factor those health issues in. So the point is, is that you want to make sure you're constantly making sure that you are drinking as much as you need or as much as you can to meet your body's needs. It's so important. It's so important. It can take people a while, um, to really realize the connection between water, 
um, to the point where I work with so many clients. I'm like, you need to up your water. 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 And then finally, when they up their water, they're like, oh my God, water makes such a difference. And I'm like, ah, yes, it does. It does make a difference. You know, or I get people who work so hard to get their body into detox and they see that scale move. And then, you know, the next day their weight is up or whatever. And I'm just like, well, how much water are you drinking? And they're like, oh, I didn't really drink a lot today because, you know, I just didn't feel it. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you tried so hard. You have been ragging on me about getting that scale to move. You're doing all the things to get that scale to move. That scale finally starts to move and you don't do the one thing that you need to do to get and keep that scale moving. And again, it's not drinking like, you know, more and more and more. It's just staying on top of it, making sure that the water is the resource, one of the resources the body needs to follow through and detox and get stuff out. It's the same reason when they when you're sick and you have a cold or flu virus, you want to drink lots of liquids because your body's trying to get the virus out. Same detox process that we're piggybacking, which is why water is important. Again, not more and more and more, but once you kind of find that connection and you realize that the, the role that water plays, not only helping the scale move, but with your energy levels in general. The water is hard though because we most of us have been dehydrated for our whole lives, so there's a sense of comfort in dehydration like it feels it's norm feels normal like it feels it's you know I know the feeling of dehydration I'm very familiar with it <laughs> so sometimes when I get into these modes where I'm dehydrated I the thought of drinking water is just like oh I don't want to do it I don't want to do it right and I get that but you got to do it if you want to see that scale move you got to do it you got to do it um so not just a set amount right but adjusting it so it's one thing to drink like I'm a certain amount every day you want to make sure you're adjusting the amount uh, not just more but are you drinking enough are you spreading it out and sit and sipping on it throughout the day that's a big one spread it out um are you adding salt sole water trace minerals like we've had the conversation about low sodium issues about making sure that you are you know your your um your levels are balanced um and uh little things that you can do if you're not salting your food you want to make sure you're adding salt to your water. Um, have you read all of the posts on water? There's still someone the other day asked me something about, you know, water and how much to drink. And I was just like, you know, where can I find that post? I'm like, day one, <laughs> you know, um, here we are week five you, you should have a really solid handle and if you don't ask all the questions that you need to be super clear um yeah like so you know so water's key things like get yourself a cup you can drink it this has been a game changer for me um one of our members amy sent this to me um it's a game changer i forgot how much i used to love starbucks cups but i stopped going to starbucks since the pandemic and so i'd always order a coffee and then one of these big takeaway cups not the plastic but the takeaway ones and that I, I love drinking water makes it so much easier. I mean, that makes seem like a big effort, but it's a game changer when it comes to my water. Uh, where are we? We are on number six. We're on number seven. Are you making your foods as nutrient rich as possible? Like this is so huge, right? Cause I know some of us, like I'm not a fan of being in the kitchen. I'm just, are you laughing at me, Sonia? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not but you know, um, the little, this, this, this is what you're doing now. And again, nothing is forever, right? So, so if you're consistently hungry in the evening and you're not adding all sorts of good quality fats to your meals and your snacks, then that, that might be why at the end of the day, right? Fat and protein feed into your satiety hormones. Um, there is a rhyme and a reason behind that food plan. So you want to make sure you are including the components that you are, comp um, including, um, also things like, are you forcing yourself to eat a salad every day when what you really want is some potatoes or some rice or some grains or something like honestly if that is your body and you want something heavier and heartier like so have you ever tried to go vegan and like you eat meat you try to go vegan and then you're like oh my god I need to eat like a cow like I can't you know what I'm saying like is that that unsatisfied feeling um if you if you if you are eating your foods and you're not feeling satisfied on them then 
bump them up nutrient value so you are feeling satisfied on them right make sure you're getting what you need and I don't I don't mean in disrespect to vegetarians at all it's just like whenever I I believe that people should eat primarily a plant protein diet and then when they crave the meat have the meat right so you know when you're craving that meat you know when you crave you're craving the red meat my point is and you know if you just ate like some salad it's not going to do it's not going to feed into your need for the red meat you know what I'm saying? Um, so the same thing with goes with carbs. Um, make sure if you are, if you're craving carbs and sugar specifically bump up the water, but if you're looking for something heavier and heartier, make sure you're giving it to your body. Totally normal in the winter months. So as the temperature rises, um, we start to decrease our heavier carbs and bump up our fruit intake, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Right. Um, so you want to make those small adjustments and really be, your body is on your side. Um, it really is really smart. It's been making constant associations and connections to foods that you are eating. Um, it knows what works and what do, doesn't work. It'll tell you when to eat, what to eat, and how much to eat by the end of this process. You want to get yourself to a place where you're really trusting your body. So you really want to be in tune to, to the foods that you're eating, the foods that you're craving, and try to give the body the most bang for its buck. Um, have, you made, have you read the Make Your Meals Nutrient Rich post, right? So you're doing all those things. Uh, making sure foods are nutrient rich will make sure your body gets what it needs. It's like building blocks for you, right? Are you exercising or moving your body? So this is a big one. Um, you do not need to exercise or join a gym to be successful on this program or plan. You do not, you do not need to, to do that, but the bo human body is meant to move. It is. It just, it's meant to move. Um, so uh, what are you doing and how often? Are you getting your heart rate up, right? Like, are you, what are you doing to move your body? Um, and you do not have to join a gym. This is parking further away. It's taking the stairs. It's going for walks. It's like, you know, being in your kitchen and squatting down. It's, you know, trying to stretch in the morning. It's like recognizing. We all feel great when we exercise. The thought of it sometimes is like, oh my God, right? But but um, moving your body, we're going to talk more and more and more about. Um, definitely beneficial to the process. And then getting that heart rate up. As soon as you get your heart rate up, it sends a message to your body to strengthen your heart. It helps to boost your metabolism. You know, so definitely also beneficial for stress, also beneficial for sleep. We talked about this with Julia Glowinski. When you wake up, you want that, and all about that energy output. You want to utilize that energy so you are tired at the end of the day. Are you actually doing everything? If so, what are you doing? How often? Are you getting your heart rate up? Are you making an effort to move, to be more active? Are you taking the stairs, parking further away, participating and not just sitting on the sidelines um are you factoring in time for your body to repair and rebuild any damage from your workouts that's a big one because if you are working out and you are you know you, you know damaging your muscles by you know lifting heavy weights which that's what it does you lift a heavy weight you rip you tear your muscles you go to sleep right and your body makes those muscles stronger and, and it repairs them and makes them stronger and tighter and more in tone but that's what your body's doing when you're asleep so you want your body to drop fat when you're sleeping right so what do you want it to focus on so you got to make sure if you are doing those kinds of workouts so you give your body some rest in between to repair the damage, right? Make sure you're drinking your water. Make sure you're like not eating too late at night so you get that good sleep in, right? Supporting the body. So if you are exercising, are you supporting the body in that, right? Are you being mindful to move? Is there anything else you can do to move more, make your efforts more effective? For example, if you only have time to walk your dog three times a week, you can maximize that by choosing a route that's up uphill or you can get some um, arm weights or some leg weights or walk with your hands up above your up, up above your heart. Just, just having your hands up causes your heart to have to beat up and that'll it, that'll get your heart rate up right 
Um, uh, so yes, uh, are you helping the body while in detox? This is a big one. So people work so hard to get their body into detox, the scale starts moving and then they stop like doing anything. They're like, oh, my weight's dropping, right? Um, are you helping the body in detox? Have you watched the detox video and read the supporting the body in detox post? So what do we mean by that? Keep your foods nice and light. Um, make sure you are in tune to those portion sizes. Make sure you are maxing out your water. Make sure you are mindful of your stress. Make sure you're going to bed early that night. You're eating earlier that night, um, supporting the body and detox, right? While watching portions, keeping food light, drinking lots of water, eating literally at night and getting lots of sleep and maximizing everything else you can and need to do, right? That's, that's a big one. Um, have you made an effort to really understand and help the body maximize when it's in detox? What else can you do to help the support? Are you wondering what, you know, what, what do I do to support the body in detox? We have the posts, go find them, go read them, ask questions about them, you know, understand once you've got that scale moving, what do you do? So give the body what it needs so it no longer feels the need to store fat. That's the first few weeks of the program. And some of you, it's taking you a little bit longer for your body to get to that point where it doesn't feel the need to store fat. But you will get there. Keep 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 working it. You're going to get there. That Part two is getting the body to specifically focus on fat loss. Above all the other things your body has to do in this world and day to day to day, we want to specifically focus on fat loss. And that's the tweaks that we're making each week and being consistent and giving our body the resources it needs. And then there's that once you get its attention and it's willing to go there about creating that environment to follow through. And this is like continuing to make drinking the water and get your sleep and don't eat late at night and all of those things. And then once that scale does start moving, then it's about keeping it there, you know, continue to drink the water, be mindful of your food choices, be in tune to those portions, you know, so it's kind of like this full circle process where you don't want to be dropping the ball at any one stage or phase because it's all about supporting that process, right? That's what that's all about. That's what that's all about. Um, are you taking medications or have any health issues that need to be factored in? So many people, I, I have high blood pressure. Will this affect my affect me losing weight? I'm a, I'm a diabetic. Will that affect me? Do you have a thyroid issues? I've, I've got Crohn's. I've got, you know, IBS. I have this. I have that. I have whatever. Your body is always trying to heal you. It's always repairing, rebuilding, regenerating, rejuvenating. It's like if you break your leg, your, like your, your, your bones heal. If you cut yourself, your skin heals, right? This is always happening. Every moment of the day, your body is trying to address your health issues, fix them, make you healthier, make sure you survive as long as possible. The reason why people don't change is because they're not changing the things that they're doing. They don't change what they're eating. They don't change what they're thinking. They don't, ch they don't change what they're feeling. They're not changing the resources that they're giving. They're not changing the focus. They're not changing the environment, right? And that's why you do see sometimes people who have these major diseases, they go away. They change their whole life, their environment, their foods, their whatever, and then they end up miraculously healing themselves. There are all, all sorts of great stories like that. The body is amazing in what it can do for you. And every minute of the day, it is trying to help you survive. This is why, you know, you can, um, you know, have a colostomy bag, you know, and still stay alive and, and have your gallbladder removed and still stay alive because the body figures out ways how to reconnect and keep you alive, right? And what we're doing is helping the body kind of reconnect all of it, give it the resources and times it needs to address that. So that's why it's not unusual, especially with men, because their bodies make change so fast to get off blood pressure medications, you know, halfway through the program. 
um, get off their, um, you know, uh, lower their diabetes meds, lower the thyroid medication, like totally not unusual with this program because you're facilitating healing, giving the body the resources and the times for that. So you don't have to worry about your health issues, but doing what you can to address them will be a game changer. For example, if you do have hormone issues, right? Okay. They are what they are, obviously following a balanced diet and helping your body manage stress and sleep and all those things are going to help with your hormones. But why not get to the bottom of it and go see a hormone expert and feeling, seeing out what you can do on a whole other level. Or if you're a diabetic or thyroid issues, for example, Hashimoto's, Graves, there are certain, um, is there certain foods that, you know, are, are more conducive to some of their health issues than others. So let's take those kinds of foods and cross-reference them on plant. Let's go to our healthcare providers and show them what we're doing and ask them if there's anything we can do, things that we can switch up, things that we can try, um, you know, to, to, to better address the health issues that we have. A lot of doctors are really jaded because they see so many people, they say, go eat, eat healthy, lose some weight, go do this, do that. People come back and they never do. So then they're like, here's a pill for that. Here's a pill for this. You know, like blood pressure. There's a lot you can do to lower your blood pressure. Ingest all sorts of healthy fats. You know, make sure you're moving your body. Start eating a healthy diet. Lose some weight. Those kinds of things. But do most people walk away from their doctor and do those things? No, they don't. But you guys are actively doing those things. So any extra kind of help that you can get in any of the areas of your health issues, absolutely. Like if you are deficient in like blood tests, and I know, I, I and I don't, I, I, I know also that there you people live in places in the world. It's not so easy to get a blood test, and you know, some of you can't afford it. And I do understand it's easier said than done but if you have the means to get your blood work done get your blood work done people are finding that they're like they're non-existent in b's or their iron levels or they don't have any or t's like they're they're low in vitamin d even though they've been supplemented these are major things that you deficiencies that you need to know in the body so you can help supplement and help the body address them right you take medications for certain deficiencies to help the body you also take certain supplements for deficiencies to help the body as well so getting your blood work done um, letting your doctor know what you are doing have discussions with them about your health issues and stuff like gallbladder is such a simple thing it's a byproduct of the diet industry I mean people do have to get them removed for other reasons um but you know talking to your doctor about bile salt hey doctor you know I got I you removed my gallbladder 10 years ago you know outside of you know you didn't really tell me outside of minding my fats what else I would do what about nutrient absorption what about you know my what about what the gall gallbladder used to do how do we offset that it used to dump that extra cup of bile into our digestive systems what can I do to offset that can I take bile salts digestive bitters like what what is it you know my health history what can I do to better support my body and the fact they don't have a gallbladder surely there's something I can do I'm missing a whole organ in my body and which there are there are but, you know some doctors I'm sure it's just sort of like you know they know you're not going to be bothered to do that take this and you know go the extra mile so you know, maybe that conversation wasn't had or maybe you had it and in the moment you weren't really resonating with it so you know you just walked away and you dealt with this big thing that happened to you and you're doing the best um, but that doesn't mean that there isn't things that you can do about it right that's so that's a big one that is a big one I should be really marking down where I am here because I'm kind of losing my spot exercising medications health issues so I'm not concerned about your health issues but you absolutely want to make sure you're addressing them at the same time you're focusing on this and then that it'll all work together and it's only going to be a benefit but there's no health issues that's going to stop you from losing weight because we don't talk about this but carrying extra fat is not healthy for the body it causes all sorts of all sorts of health issues every extra pound of fat that your body carries is, is just, it's not 
not, it's not ideal. So your body, while it has these health issues, is not loving the fact that you're carrying a bunch of extra fat around. So that's why your body would be more than happy to get rid of it. But it's all about sort of addressing the health issues. Because when you talk about the body prioritizing it needs, addressing your health issues, obviously, like for example, if you're sick, that your body's going to focus on helping you heal from that. It's not going to focus on dropping weight because it's going to be keeping you, um, you know, it's going to keep you low energy. It's going to make it so you don't have uh, much of an appetite. So your body's actually going to draw on your fat reserves to give you the nutrients that it needs while it's trying to help you heal. So it's not going to be like, hey, let me drop this extra energy reserve while I'm using this extra energy reserve. So you're never going to lose weight while you're sick. But after you're done helping your body get over the sickness and your body's back to feeling good, the sickness always leads to detox. And then that is where you're going to see that drop. So health issues, not, in, not, a, not, a, not, a, not worrisome at all. In fact, addressing them can really help fast track this whole process. Uh, be sure to work hand in hand with your doctor, pharmacist, healthcare provider, get your blood work done, addressing your health issues above and beyond what you're doing on the program, right? Seeking a hormone expert, thyroid expert, cross-referencing foods that can help with inflammation in the body and such. Um, remember we did some of, those, um, some of those follows that I did. There's some great people like Carrie Vitt. I love her for thi- anything thyroid. She gives out the best information. She's so um, she's so thoughtful and 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 um, so giving with her shares. Every Friday she does a Q and A thing. Um, so much great information from her. Some good people out there. Um, have you looked into other ways you can help your body heal or deal with your health issues? This also has to do with your mental health, and we don't talk a lot about this, but your mental health, your capacity for all the mental stuff that you're working with. Um, you know, seeing a psychologist, psychotherapist. Um, you know, helping you helping you to work through these issues mentally as well. That that's also another great way to level up this process. Are you missing any organs? You need to know what you're dealing with. Kidneys, gallbladder, thyroids, liver. Have you had a hysterectomy? Are you helping the body compensate for missing organs by adding in, for example, bile salts or digestive bitters missing with your gallbladder? Are you going the extra mile to help your body manage deficiencies? That's pretty self-explanatory, right? Figure out what you got going on, how it's affecting how your body works. How can you best support your body uh, in dealing with this health issue? Um, you know your body best and you know what you're dealing with. So that's it's your job to best support your body and figure out what you need, right? Uh, do you have hormone issues you need to address or that need to be factored in? Like that hormones can be everything from like sex hormones to cortisol issues, uh, insulin resistance, all of those things, right? A lot of you straight up insulin resistant and scoring yourself a 10 on your hormone issues, right? Um, hormones just aren't, do you feel great? And you don't give yourself for a 10, not for having night sweats. See what I'm saying? Oh, my hormones are fine. I'm a 10. I don't have night sweats. I don't feel any hormones. I don't feel any issues with that. But do you actually know? Do you know? Factor those in. Factor. Are you seeing a specialist adding in supplements that can help? Have you looked into addressing hormonal issues you may be dealing with? And that's a big one. So when, I'm not concerned about it. Having hormonal issues not going to help you, not going to stop you from being successful. But again, if there's things that you can do to help address, then, you know, let's do what we can do. Um, your hormones can have an impact on your weight loss journey. However, there's a lot you can do to help manage your hormones outside of what we focus on in the group is there anything else that you can do right have you had your blood work done again that's so easy all of this really just kind of fits together just expanding on the conversation um, if you missed if you missed something earlier then you know, we're getting to it now we're making sure you're doing all of the things um, so this might seem a little exhaustive but it literally it's all about doing all of the things which there's a pretty exhaustive list um, have you had your blood work done do you have deficiencies that could be affecting your body's ability to function properly have you seen or checked your doctor recently have you had a physical done you had your physical done, right? Like, and I know a lot of you haven't because you haven't been able to go see your doctors in the last couple of years. Plus, you have all this added extra stress happening in your life. Plus, 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 right? Um, had you had a physical, are you keeping up with your appointments? This is a big one. Like your chiropractor and your therapist, right? Are you like, are you, are you, are you keeping up with all those appointments that help you sort of manage your general health and wellness while you're doing this program, right? Like, have you had a bad back that's been just like, you know, bugging the shit out of you, but you haven't, you know, you're 
you're gone weeks without seeing your your healthcare provider about it because you just don't got time. You know, you got to make the time. You got to make the time. Um, check into the health health uh, Facebook group for a link on Healthline article about blood tests. We do have. If you're wondering about blood tests and what you can get done, we did an article there. Um, knowing what's going on in all areas of your health in regards to your body can give you a great insight into things you can do when it comes to maximize your efforts. Yeah. Amazing. Are you taking all the supplements? This is a big one. And then taking them consistently. It's one thing to buy them. Are you actually taking them? You know, this little thing I should take every day just sits here, stares at me, looks at me. Do I take it? No. Um, I'm going to take it today though. Um, you know, setting reminders, using your app, like, you know, whatever you can. Um, setting your setting your reminders for this. I, I just realized we don't have a reminder for supplements, but we're working on getting that in there. Um, uh, and then that's the thing too, right? Like it, sometimes it hurts my heart when people are like, oh, the calm magnesium isn't helping me sleep. And I'm just like, eh, that's not why I'm suggesting it. You know, I'm not suggesting the calm magnesium because it helps us sleep or helps you poop. I'm not. I'm, I'm suggesting it because when you are deficient in magnesium, it can absolutely hinder your body. It's all about converting your foods into energy is one of the things that it does. It does like over probably a thousand different things in your body, but that's a big one. So if you're deficient in magnesium, it's going to make it harder for your body to do what it needs to do. It's just like these things are things that your body needs to function on the most optimal level. So if you're deficient in vitamin D, deficient in magnesium, not getting enough omega-3 in your diet, obviously that's not maximizing your effort. I know some of you are very resistant to the supplement conversation. Supplements are tried and true and tested. Yes, there is a whole realm of like, you know, um, knockoff products and things that promise the world. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about fat burners and ketones. Alone. We're talking about basics like vitamins, minerals that your body actually needs, right? Um, so these things that I suggest are not for your health and wellness. They're specific for weight loss. So if you are sitting here today and the weight hasn't moved for you and you haven't added in any of the supplements, that could be your ticket right there or you haven't got your blood work done with your doctor to if you if you're not a big fan of like you know just kind of covering the basis then go get your d checked go get your levels checked go find out what is going on so you know for sure so that you can you know say okay i'm not taking any supplements i know for sure i don't need them but if you're following the program you're doing all the things your body's not resonating and i'm suggesting these basic supplements because they can help with weight loss and you haven't even looked at the supplement list because you just don't believe in it <sighs> You know what I'm saying? I, listen, also let me remind you of supplements. Nobody in my company benefits. I don't benefit. None of our VAs and benefit. Nobody, Aaron Kaufman doesn't benefit. Nobody benefits from me suggesting the supplements that I suggest. And I think people forget that. Like I'm not making one cent off of, you know, Sally buying supplements in Idaho or Susan in wherever she lives buying whatever. I don't, we don't make any money off that. These are strictly things that I'm suggesting because after helping all these people in the weight loss, lose weight, these are the things that can, can really help, right? So, so, um, you know, um, redoing that supplement list maybe when you when you when you when we posted it it didn't resonate with you but now check back in you know it's like so many of you um having bowel movement issues and asking what to do and not even aware we have that whole post on bowel movements where we gave you all sorts of tips what to do if you have loose bowel movements what to do if you're constipated you know going back and reviewing some of the information i know it's a lot i know it's a lot i know it's a lot but these are the things you want to go back and look at and think okay am i missing any of the things right um so that's that's a big one the supplements um, they all work together. They're all key in weight loss. Are you maximizing your efforts by adding them in? Are you consistently taking them? Have you read all the posts on supplements? I am totally fine with you not taking them, but if their weight isn't moving at this point, there's, there could be something to said about the state of your body when you started and supplements are to supplement. They're to fill in the blanks, to get your body working at a level that we need it to work at sooner rather than later. And if your thought process is I'm eating all this healthy food, I'm going to get what I need from there to Erin Kaufman's point. She talked about in order to do that, to get the magnesium, 
magnesium in your diet from your foods. You'd have to curate all of your foods to like properly get the exact um, quantifying measures of magnesium that you would need. So, and plus, if your body's feeling a need to store all this fat, right? Obviously your digestive system is being affected by that. So you can eat all the healthy food you want in the world. It doesn't mean you're breaking down and absorbing the nutrients from those foods to the best of your body's ability, right? So the goal is, yeah, to eventually get what you need from the foods that you're eating. But if you come in here and you're carrying excess weight and your health issues aren't all great, you're feeling so high, your body's a little neglected, deprived and all that, chances are your body can't get what it needs from those foods. Not yet. Eventually it will down the road. So supplementation is there to supplement, to fill in the blanks until your body is able to do what it needs to do on its own without the help, right? Um, supplements. Supplements are suggested for a rhyme and a reason. They help the program and the process. Have you booked a consultation with your pharmacist to discuss? Have you? Do you have a game plan for when you're going to take them? Right? Do you have a plan? Are you taking them consistently at the end of the day? Um, have you truly considered all the supplements, asked all the questions, and are sure you've added in everything that you need? Is your body changing? This is the big one. Ha- has your body been focusing on repair and rebuild and making change? Like, if your weight's not dropping, I'm totally cool with that, but you should be noticing your body change. If your weight isn't dropping, your body should be changing. If your, bo- if your body isn't changing, your weight should be dropping. Thing that kind of, both both don't happen at the same time and one or the other should be changing at this point we are making so many changes nobody f- should feel stuck because there's so much you can do double down on asking those four questions portion wise maximize your efforts address all these things at the end of the day but if you truly feel like you're doing everything and nothing is happening then chances are you've got an underlying issue that is going to be discovered if you go to your doctor right you've got something else inflammation in the body something else that your body is focusing on that's sidetracking it from connecting to this process we're going to talk to dr paul about that on on Tuesday. Dr. Paul's going to be back on Tuesday and we're going to talk to him about what if you're doing all the things and truly nothing is happening, then what do you do? So we're going to talk to him about that, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Um, pay attention to what your body's focused on and the non-scale victories can be just as key because your body is always working. Yeah. So, so, so your body changing, right? As long as you're noticing change happening, you know, you're, you're good. Some people though, they don't want to see it. And I say to them, are you noticing your body change? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean? What do I mean? Do you notice your body change? Like, are your clothes fitting differently? And sometimes your clothes can shift. So for example, your leg, which was wide this way, can now go like skinnier this way, but then come out this way. So your body's shifting. So it's shifting its shape. So it can be hard. To, and because you lose weight in layers as well, it can be hard to kind of to, to see. But if you're paying attention and you're looking, because you lose weight in layers, you should see that next that next layer of you shining through. You should, if you're paying attention, you should notice. Um, I'm going to do that big list of non-scale victories. I think Christina actually did one. We got a post on that coming down the pipeline. Is your body changing? Okay. Um, what changes have you seen that can't be seen on the scale? And is your body changing, uh, shape and size? Just paying attention to what's going, being aware of what's happening in your body and the changes that are actually happening. You can literally lose dress sizes and not lose a pound, right? But sometimes people would just refuse to see that. Um, and you want to make sure you are seeing it. Pay attention to what your body's focused on and when non-scale victories can be just as key because your body is always working on it and can't be all about weight loss. List some of your non-scale victories. Are you eating lots of red meat and meat in general? Or are you switching between uh, veg protein? seafood fish or meat okay so red meat can be very hard to digest it takes red meat and pork about five hours through your body whereas fish can take upwards of like 40 minutes for example so just two totally different things when it comes to processing some people do really well on red meat and some people not so much and it really affects their bowel movements and their body's ability to focus on what we're focusing on um so you might want to be mindful uh to start including some you know i this is back to how i feel about this i think people should eat primarily plant um protein plant-based diet and then they should eat meat when they 
they feel like they need meat. Um, you, you know, meat, you're, the, the, the human body needs something like a half a pound of cooked protein per week. Like that's all it needs. So when we're talking about eating red meat for B vitamins and stuff like that, a half a pound of cooked meat protein per week. Let me say that again. A half a pound of cooked protein per week. Some of you are eating that for lunch and then you're also eating it for dinner, right? And not to say like some people do really well on red meat, but some people don't. So bumping up your, like try switching it out. Like if you do, um, if you do, for example, um, meat protein for lunch, try to do plant protein for, for dinner. Um, it, just try to get a good variety and be mindful not to constantly be consuming like, you know, and because some people will like make a big thing of red meat and they'll eat it for the next couple of days leftovers. It really messes with your digestive system, your bowel movements. It's hard to digest. You want to make sure you're including quality meats when you are eating that red meat. So just something to be thinking about there. Adding in those veg proteins. Uh, although there are nutrients in meats that we can benefit from, meat in general can be hard to digest. It's a great idea to be adding in a variety of, of protein and including plant-based. Um, what else can you do to maximize your efforts to include a variety of different protein sources in your diet? Like list the ones that you're using. List the ones that, you know, go to that protein, carbs, and fats post and, and look at ones that, oh, I could add some chickpeas into my salad or I can add, you know, get some of those um, spreaded love, you know, bag of spreaded love. People are always dumping on their foods for added extra, you know, prote ve uh, veg protein in there, right? There's a lot that you can do. Edamame for your veg snack. That's a great one, right? It's, uh, it's high in protein, makes for a great veg snack. So there are things that you can do for that. Do you have digestive issues, right? Like this is, I talked to Anna yesterday when we did the tea, we talked about this. Like she didn't think she had digestive issues yet. You, you know, you're missing a gallbladder. Like your gallbladder is, plays a massive role in digestion. So if you're missing it, obviously you have digestive issues, you know. Um, if you get bloated after eating a carrot stick, digestive issues. You don't poop for a couple of days, digestive issues, you know. Um, like, yeah, all, all sorts of, you know, there's all sorts of issues when it comes to digestion. Um, if you've ever taken antibiotics and you know that that messes with your microbiome and if you haven't added good bacteria back in to help with that, chances are you're suffering from that. Um, so we talk a lot about the microbiome. We talk a lot about digestion. This program in, in general, will help your, you strengthen your digestive system, but there are definitely things that you can do. Adding in digestive bitters, um, you know, adding in... Um Adding in bile salts if you are missing, uh, you talk to your doctor obviously about that. Um, adding in a probiotic or adding in a prebiotic, um, these things. Have you added in the supplements? Are you maximizing your food choices to help your body better digest, digest and process your foods? Are you eating things like you're sensitive to like dairy and gluten? That's a big one. Um, I, I like to not, I try not to rage against dairy and gluten, but the reality is, the straight up reality is the human body is not designed to consume dairy or gluten. We know that. The human body is lactose intolerant. So and when it comes to dairy and when it comes to it's gluten intolerant as well. And so it's just about how well you tolerate it. That's the conversation. This is science. This is fact. It's undisputable. Um, the body's just not designed to, just because you can eat something doesn't mean our bodies are designed to eat it. Um, it's like a cow. Cow has a very complex uh, four system digestive system to eat grass, but we feed it grains and soy and all these things. It's designed to eat grass at the end of the day, not soy, not the things that we're, we're trying to fatten them up real quick with. Can they eat those things? Yeah, but it's not what it's designed to do at the end of the day. So, um, you know, everybody is sensitive to dairy. Some people just tolerate it better. If you like dairy, hey, I'm all about my cheese. I'm not about to tell you to take it out. But if you get bloated and mucusy and snotty and you get
get a bellyache every time you eat the cheese, then you might, as much as you love it, it might be time to take it out, at least for a little bit, right? To see how that is affecting you, help strengthen that digestive system and add it back in later. Same thing with gluten. Now, bread is bread, pasta is pasta, gluten, it's either gluten, it doesn't matter whether it has gluten in it or not. Like some people are like, hey, can I have gluten-free bread? Like, yeah, have at it. Just like, you know, whatever. But bread is bread. I'm still advising you to take it out. Taking the gluten out of your bread does not affect how much insulin your body needs to, when it's allocating its resources after breaking it down. So whether it's gluten-free or not, it has nothing to do with anything. But gluten can definitely mess with some people's bodies and you don't need a test to tell you. Some of you just straight up know. Every time you eat a pasta, both pasta, you're bloated, you feel horrible. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on, you know. So if it's as fun, as not fun as it is, take things out. And I'm not a big, I'm not a big like take things out of your diet kind of person. I'm, I'm really not. Um, you know, some of you might want to start thinking about that. If you straight up feel like these things are messing with you, you never do well on them, take them out, take them out. Uh, are you keeping a journal and taking notes on how your body is responding to your food choices? This is a big one. Are you, do you care what the fuck is happening here? Are you paying attention at all? Or are you just kind of blindly following, right? Like, are you, you know, keeping a, keeping a journal, tracking your way, looking for how it's all coming and working together. Like, are you recognizing when you're drinking your water and going to bed earlier and super mindful, like things happen a lot easier, you know, with this program and the process. Like, are you, are you noting every time you get bloated after eating a certain thing? Every time you eat cheese or have dairy you get bloated and you know it's right in your face hey every time I eat you know dairy I get bloated I feel like this so keeping a journal can be great for tracking your body's behavior and response and what weight loss looks like and feels like to you also be a great it's also great for picking up on food sensitivities that you might be dealing with again you know I'm not into go getting I'm not into going and getting your you know your food tested necessarily it always comes back the same sensitive to eggs sensitive to this we're all human we all sustain sensitivities when our digestive systems are broken down the problem is is that people tend to go get those testing done when they're di when they when they're broken down their digestive system's a mess so there's a lot to be said with getting those tests done after you t spend time strengthening your digestive system and getting your body working up to speed right totally different results totally different results but you know your body best if you're eating something that's causing you discomfort then take it out take it out take it out take it out um do you have issues with bowel movements and if so what are you doing to address them like do you poop two to three times a day do you poop two to three times a day. Is food going in and the byproduct of after digestion going out? Because it needs to. And if you're the kind of person who's only pooping once every few days, then obviously that's playing a massive role in your body's ability to focus on fat loss and also when it comes to maintenance. Food goes in, it needs to be processed on the, on the, on the back end of that. Um, so if you're not pooping every day, obviously that's an issue that you're going to want to address. Now you may be, oh, it's normal for me. I poop every other day. Yeah, it's the, yeah, okay, normal for you. That's not normal for the human body, obviously, right? So there's, there, you definitely can see improvements in that food goes in it needs to go out should not be a big deal it just should be just the way that it is now while you're following the program and plan you might have those really loose bowel movements that's a byproduct obviously of following the program um, there are things that you can do if you if you are constipated initially people saw changes in their diet affect their bowel movements that could have just been a one-off right and then sometimes though you'll notice that your bowel movements go offline like if you're an everyday person and then you'll be constipated for a little bit and then all of a sudden you'll come back and you'll be regular two times a day person so no no what's normal for you look for areas that we can help level this up but obviously if you're not pooping regularly that's an issue and that needs to be a major focus because think about it you're eating foods you want your body to be able to properly process and and, and get rid of the waste and then and then obviously that's going to really help with your body's ability to lose weight and not only that but really help when it comes to maintaining your weight so that's a massive major focus don't don't underplay that
you want to have consistent are you drinking the water are you adding the leafy greens I know the leafy greens suck for some of you and it's just kind of monotonous and always having them in even if you just grab the leaves and shove them in your mouth right like you want to get them in there um, you know adding in fiber rich foods you know making the best uh, food choices possible have you added in supplements that can help any of those things like a lot of you asking if you can take Metamucil but if you've revert to the bowel movement post and what's in Metamucil is psyllium so Metamucil is psyllium plus all sorts of additives flavors colors and all a bunch of crap added to it but you could just go to the health food store and get yourself some straight up psyllium psyllium husk which is the same powder it's just not orange and doesn't have the flavor in it with the artificial flavors and colors and stuff like that so you can drink that put that in a cup just like Metamucil but without the added extra flavor which might be gross but it's just a better option um, or you can get it in pills you can also take it in pill form and forgo the gross drink and just pop those pills back and help you know so there are some things that you can do uh, so major you might not have connected bowel movements and weight loss or bowel movements and, and weight maintenance right you definitely need to get your digestive system in check you need to get your bowel movements on point absolutely for a lot of people this whole program is a game changer when it comes to pooping like they're just so happy forget weight loss they're just so happy they poop normally you you can feel the toxicity when you're not pooping you know you get irritable you feel bloated you feel gross you go like, ah, I gotta poop you know um, it's not fun it's not fun uh, review the bowel movement post let us know if you have any questions although bowel movements may be all over the place from being loose feeling constipated anything you can do to help with the food moving in and out of the body will help with the process what else can you do to help support the body when it comes to bowel movement and this is going to be a process it's going to take some time for some of you to work through these things and see that improvement and that change happening but you're in the pursuit of change and you're giving the body the resources that it needs and the time that it needs and helping the body focus on change so what better time to focus on those bowel movements than now um read over the bowel movement post let us know if you have any questions are you sabotaging yourself Woo! this is a big one have you read that sabotage post? Have you even read it? And do you, have you read it? Right? Because I know some of you straight up haven't even read it. You're struggling with your weight and the scale moving and yet you haven't seen that sabotage post because you don't think you're sabotaging yourself because you're showing up and doing all the work. There's so many different ways people sabotage themselves. So many different ways. Um, it's just, and, and it can be different, hit differently at different points in the program and the process. So definitely take time, to, even if you don't think you're sabotaging yourself, read those things out loud to yourself. And the ones where you're like clearing your throat, you feel it in your belly, chances are you're sabotaging yourself. I hope that you're not. I really hope that you're not. Um, but chances are, more often than not, we are. I'm constantly fucking sabotaging myself every day um, out of fear of working through my shit and reaching my goals. And you know what I mean? It's like self fulfilling prophecy. You're unsure. So then you create these situations that you know reinf reinforce the fact that you don't feel sure um so are you sabotaging yourself we did a great post on that uh yesterday make sure you read that over and then also the setting the intention so even if you are sabotaging yourself what you can do about that set those intentions in the morning like own your shit this is what i'm focused on this is where i'm at this is what i'm doing and then check in on yourself midday how am i doing i you know i set these grandiose expectations in the morning how am i doing on those okay gotta drink my water Check in at the end of the day. How was my day? What did I do excel at? What I did what what did I what do I need to work on tomorrow? So there's been a couple of you who've reached out and you're struggling and you talked about how in past programs you, you had issues there, but I can't talk on where you, where you were at with those programs, but you're here now. And what I mean by you're here now is show up every day, ask the questions in real time, be really investigative, ask us what you can do. Like we are here for you, right? So in going through this whole maximizing post, you got your list of things that you're doing, the things you can still do. And that's what you want to do. Get really investigative. What the fuck does my body fucking need to get the scale moving at the end of the day? What do I need to do to capitalize on this and lose even more weight? What do I need to do to set my mind at ease that I'm doing all of the things right whatever that might be um do you continue to get in your own way of reaching your goals are you planting seeds of doubt 
you know, are you actually asking for help? You know, there's a couple of people in this group. I'm going to be straight up. I'm not going to name names though, because hopefully you'll know who you are. Um, they keep talking about how the program's not working for them, but they're not asking for help. Like there's not much we can do. They just keep making statements. This isn't working. 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 Like every day in a different way, they're talking about how the program is working, but not once have they actually asked for help. Not once are they like, you know, owning what they're doing or setting in, they're not setting in intentions they're not setting intentions but they're constantly every single day they're coming in here and even on my thing it's not working for me it's not working for me it hasn't working for me it's not working for me it's not working for me and when I google their, when I go through and see all the questions that they've asked they haven't asked any they're not asking any questions they're just every day pointing out the fact that it's working for them and to me I'm like that's just keeping you stuck like you you're not asking for help you're not looking for this to work for you you're just showing up every day and now that's your new shtick your shtick is this isn't working I'm the person it's not working for yeah but you're not even trying to make it work for you because if you were you'd be asking all the questions you need to ask right and that's and you got to show up you got to you got to act you can't just like fester in your funk right you got to you got to be accountable for this we're not going to do the work for you we will be here and support you every step of the way try to answer your questions try to give you some tips and all of that but at the end of the day you got to you got to be mindful about the energy that you are showing out with this process this is all you you're going to get out of this what you get what you put into it at the end of the day you know are you making choices that take you further away from your goals and not closer to your goals right like are you like visualize that road like are you making those choices that are getting you one step closer or are you constantly making choices that take you in the opposite direction and then ragging on yourself about what's happening on that scale this this will pull you this way these will set you back that way that's why we're not worried about your weekend you're gearing up you're going into during the week you're working really hard the weekend hits and you sure you indulge a little bit pulls you back and that's why before you know it before you cause too much damage you get back at it on Monday but do you keep doing this because as much as I say I'm not worried about that it's also not maximizing your efforts if every single weekend you're indulging not even thinking about what you're doing on program and plan and just doing whatever but then getting back at it on Monday if you just show up Monday to Friday come on now you know what I'm saying come on now I'm on now. Are you indulging in your frustration? Like it, the, it's, this is all about big feels and no one is dismissing anybody's feels here at the end of the day, but people like to fester in their funk. I talked about this in the live this morning, right? I, I read one thing. It sets me off like that, that in the past, uh, we, I call it chasing cars, chasing cars. I would just chase the car. Meanwhile, like the, 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 in, the thing that happened is long gone and I'm still like, you know, trying to chase that car. Like you gotta, you know, I'm indulging in my frustration. I want to be bad. I want to be upset, but that's not helping me at the end of the day, you know? Are you indulging in your frustration? Are you having real conversations with your health? Are you holding your ass accountable? Are you actually like, hey, Gina, come on, girl. Come on now. What are you doing here? All, you, all you're doing is bitching and complaining. What are you actually doing about this to be proactive? What are you going to do to get this shit done for you, girl? Or what are you doing here? You know, come on. Come on now. Come on now. Give yourself that pep talk. You start ragging on your ass about being negative. You turn that around. I have been showing up every day. I may not be perfect, but I am in it. I'm here and I'm committed and I'm doing the best that I can. And could I do more? Or yeah, probably. And I'm going to figure out what more I can do, but I am doing this. You know, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Get, have real conversations with yourself, you know, learn what you need to learn as you navigate through this process. So you do that and you're open to learning the things that you need to work through and the issues that you have and attach in and around food. You're going to have so many amazing aha moments. They're just going to feel great. feels good to work through your shit. Uh, sabotage is real. Be sure to review the sabotage post, uh, for the things that you can do to help a sabotage, get real with yourself, recognize you are sabotaging yourself. Almost, almost done. You guys. Do you genuinely believe you have what it takes? That's a big one. If I ask you right now, would you bet your child on this? <laughs> are you laughing at, Sonia? <laughs> but seriously, would you bet your child on this? Would you bet money on this? Would you bet on yourself to finish this? 
Ah, some big feels, some big feels. So if you, maybe, maybe you won't, won't at this point, but that's okay. That's okay. Now, now you got to double down on your why. Why are you here? That could be why you're not feeling so motivated. Also, you're not going to be motivated this whole time. Just like you're not motivated to go to work every day. You might love your job, but you're not so motivated. You're not always going to be motivated. And if you're saying, I, if unless I'm motivated, I don't do this. That is the most lamest thing, honestly, that people say to me. Well, 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 will I be motivated? Because if I'm not motivated, I'm just, I won't do it. Okay, well, what is that saying about what you want to accomplish and how you're willing to show up for yourself? Like, if you're not motivated, you're not going to do it. This is, this is doing hard. This is all about doing hard things. <laughs> this is all about doing hard things. Um, have faith that you can lose the weight. Do you have faith that you can lose the weight? What is your why? What, why are you here? Like, and is it just to be healthy? Because if that's, if that's lame. It is. Like, what does that mean, healthy? What does that mean? Does it mean like waking up and actually having energy and not, you know, looking to get, you know, drink wine at nine in the morning? Is it, is it having the energy to play with your grandchildren? Is it have the energy to be engaged when your family goes to the beach that you're not just sitting in a chair reading your book? You're in the water and you're playing around. Like, what does it mean to be healthy? You know, what does that mean? Define it. Make it real. Make it tangible, right? Put some effort in it. Do you see yourself? Can you actually visualize yourself? Like, don't just hang that picture of the bikini or don't just hold it and put that bikini on your, on your door. Like, visualize yourself wearing that bikini, running across the beach, all your juggly bits, but jiggling, but you feeling amazing. Smile on your face. Run into a taco stand, you know, where you're going to order some fish tacos and you're going to enjoy them. You're going to love them. And you're, yeah, you're in your bikini and you're probably going to get bloated after eating them because you're so good. You're going to consciously overeat them. And then you're going to run down back down the beach you know with your big full belly but you feel amazing and that's that's tangible that's real make it real make it real um having a strong why and a visual of the end game can make all the difference when it comes to following through it just it can give you staying power like nothing else honestly what else can you do to make sure you are a success story in the end of our 12 weeks what else can you do what can you do what do you need to do to make sure you are a success story here at the end you know like you can be a person who's doing all the things, but if you don't believe that you're worthy of reaching that goal, or you don't believe that you're going to reach that goal, then sabotage can be what takes you out of the game. Like, so don't like, and don't perceive that people who are seeing that scale move have it any easier than people who aren't seeing the scale move because their time will come. They will, people who lost in the beginning, they're going to have a big long plateau and then their fears will pop up and then they're going to think, oh my God, that's it for me. I'm never going to lose the rest of my weight. It's already happening. People are having plateaus. They're like, how do I know when my body's done? Because Gina, you said that our body won't let us lose more than what's healthy. Yeah. What I meant by that is that your body won't let you lose extreme amounts of weight. It'll take you down to a healthy level. You shouldn't feel like you have have any fat to lose right so this is a big one do you actually believe that you like do, do you like say to yourself right now do you actually 100% confidence know that you will be here at the end regardless of what happens on your scale are you going to give yourself this opportunity are you going to give your body the opportunity are you going to finish this course you know, are you gonna are you gonna finish this course? You can keep showing up and doing what you need to do. So, um, I love this conversation. I know it's a bit long, um, but hey, if you're serious about losing weight, you're gonna this investment in your time in watching this maximizing session is just gold and magic. This you can refer back to this and then constantly refer back to it because maybe maybe you're crushing it right now and you're like, I got this, but maybe a month from now you're kind of starting to drop some of those balls, right? Anyway, I hope it really helps. You'll notice I didn't kind of go through any of the questions because I I already knew it was gonna take me an hour and seven minutes it took me a little bit longer an hour and 14 Sonia 
<laughs> anyway, I hope that helps. Remember that we are here for you. This is what it's about. You will lose this weight. You will absolutely lose weight. There is nothing that is setting you back. There is nothing that's going to make it so you can't achieve this goal of yours. Your body wants this. We want this for you. We're here to support you. It's just you probably are. Got to work through a lot of feels, especially that if you've been working at this for a while. So this is an amazing resource. Refer back to it. Let us know if you have any questions about it. Um, remember that we are here for you. You'll get out of this what you put into it. So when it comes to posting, we don't need you to post your maximizing post. What you want to do is set your intentions and own your shit. This is what I'm doing today to improve my water. This is what I'm doing today to move my body. This is what I'm doing. Like my weight is stuck, but these are the things that I am doing to unstuck. You know, these are the kind of conversations. That's what you want to be putting out there at the end of the day. You're not just reinforcing the fact that you're frustrated every day. You're just going to manifest that. And that's all. If all you're putting in, if all you're putting into this process is frustrated feels, chances are that's what you're going to put out and get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, I love this. This is my favorite thing to do. We really are here to help you. Thanks, everyone. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.